Hey there, welcome to First Five. If you're looking for encouragement, you came to the right place. Let's dive in. So today I want to talk about what happens when Jesus calls you. What happens when Jesus calls you? And I'm looking at it from two different perspectives. The first one being what should happen when Jesus calls you, and then what actually happens when Jesus calls you. And I think in Mark 1, we get a great example of what should happen. Like, what's the best option? What's the best of the two options is what should happen. And then we're going to talk about what the reality is, what actually plays out a lot of times in our life when we get the call of God. Right. And so let's let's process through it. Mark one, looking at verse 16, it says one day as Jesus was walking along the shore of the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew throwing a net into the water for they fish for a living. Jesus called out to them, come, follow me and I will show you how to fish for people. And they left their nets at once and followed him. A little farther up the shore, Jesus saw Zebedee's sons, James and John, in a boat repairing their nets. He called them at once, and they also followed him, leaving their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired men. So what happens when Jesus calls you? Well, we see in Mark 1 this example of what it looks like to follow Jesus and to respond in obedience. What happens when Jesus calls you? We should respond in obedience. We see that Simon and Andrew, when Jesus calls them, that they drop their nets, they drop what they're doing, and they follow him at once. That's that's what happens when Jesus calls them. We see this happen with James and John, is that is that they're called by Jesus and they begin to follow him. They stop what they're doing and they follow him, leaving other things behind. And I think that's super important because especially in the conversation about what actually happens, that's what we should be doing when Jesus calls us. It is dropping what we're doing and following Jesus. But what often happens is that uh, we weigh the cost. Well, Jesus, what is this going to cost me? If I have to follow you, if I have to leave my old life behind, what is this going to cost me? Does this mean I can't have sex with my girlfriend anymore? What, what is this going to cost me? Does this mean I can't, I can't cuss anymore? What is this going to cost me to follow you? This is the thing that happens in our lives. If we're just being honest, can I get real? Can we get real today? What happens when we're called to follow Jesus? Do we obey or do we live to the things that will never truly satisfy us, but may give us temporary levels of satisfaction? We should drop our nets and follow him at once. We should leave the old things behind and follow him. We shouldn't be weighing the costs, but so often we do. I, I wonder. The Bible didn't say this, so I, I can only imagine. I can only imagine how irresistible and how lovely the face of Jesus must be. For these men, for Simon and Andrew, for James and John to see him, for him to call out to them and for them to drop everything that they're doing. I can only imagine how beautiful the face of Jesus must be and how wooing the voice of Jesus must be in order to be called and you leave your profession behind for Jesus. In order to be called and you leave your family behind for Jesus. I can only imagine Simon's, Simon Peter got a wife, dog. 
James and John leave their father behind. How lovely and how much more full and how much more life could Jesus be offering if the cost is so great? I wonder how much more is on the other side of our obedience. You see, the call of Jesus is a call to obedience. It's a call to obey the things that he's asked us to do. And so often we like to weigh the cost. So often we like to say, well, Jesus, I don't know if I can do that. That might, that might be the lot. Like I, if I, in order to follow you, I've got to do what? Jesus says, start that small group. And you're like, yeah, but my, my time, Jesus, not knowing the life and the liberty and the, the joy and the, and the peace and the growth that could come from you jumping headfirst into what Jesus has called you to. Jesus says, hey, stop watching those shows. And you're like, but, but I'm entertained. I, I, I enjoy them. And Jesus is like, but you don't have no idea of how much life and how much liberty and how much freedom you can have from what I'm calling you to. Because what I have for you is better than what you could have imagined for yourself. And what I have for you will actually fulfill you. It will actually satisfy the desires of your heart. Just as long as you continue to follow me, your desires will change. And they'll look more like my desires. That's the call. The call to follow Jesus is a call to obedience and obedience is a choice. And so I guess my question for you today is what choice will you make? What choice will you make when Jesus calls you? What, what will happen in your life when Jesus calls you? Will you live up to the calling? Will you follow him? Or will you live to the things that will never satisfy in the long term? Take some time today, pray through that and ask Jesus, what are you calling me to? And in those moments, would you not weigh the cost? Would you not look back toward the things in which you're having to leave behind? Or would you fix your eyes on Jesus? Would you run and chase after him? And would you be encouraged by the life and the love and the peace that comes as a result of being obedient to his call. I really hope that encouraged you today. We'll talk soon.